0: Your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, good afternoon, good evening, right in the middle. I still am not sure if it's afternoon or evening. Welcome to an hour with me. I don't know exactly where to start. I could go a little bit national with the headlines that always make so we don't really care. Do we ever, are we ever really affected by bombings overseas? Like there's always, not always, but there's oftentimes a suicide bomber or just, you know, and then someone takes credit for it later and you're like, well, that's awful. And it doesn't often happen here with bombs, at least. I think uh, the Boston Marathon a couple of years ago is maybe the biggest impact and We even had somebody that was affected by that speak in town a couple of years ago as well. But then you see this headline, U.S. blames Iran for Saudi strike, big hit for oil prices. And then you're like, are gas prices going to go up? And I think that maybe is the, the super selfish first thing that a lot of us think about. I mean, it's part of the headline, big hit for oil prices. Well, yeah, also... Was a drone strike at an oil field? Like what? (laughs) Is everyone okay? And uh, the Middle East is confusing. I'm not gonna even try to dive into. It's always like, okay, Iran, we're we don't like them. Saudi, we're we like them. Who don't we like? What are we supposed to think? It's really hard to uh, keep straight. Um, Trump tweeted. I thought this was kind of an intriguing tweet. I have it on my phone. I have to pull it up. I screenshot it, but Trump said Saudi Arabia oil supply was attacked. There is reason to believe that we know the culprit are locked and loaded, depending on verification, but are waiting to hear from the kingdom as to who they believe was the cause of this attack and under what terms we would proceed. And one of the replies on Trump's tweet there was, uh, Trump almost overtly state says he takes orders from Saudi Arabia, which I <laughs> thought was super funny, like waiting for Saudi Arabia to confirm who made the attack and under what terms we should proceed. <laughs> okay. Let's wait for them. uh, Hard to uh, hard to decipher a lot of that. Understand the uh, the story is the story on the AP wire today. The U.S. tried to build its case that Iran was behind the attack on a Saudi Arabian oil facilities. Iran denied responsibility. So right away, we didn't do it. Donald Trump said the U.S. is locked and loaded to respond if necessary. Great. So we're gonna go to war over some oil fields being attacked overseas. Iran rejected the allegations that Saudi military spokesmen said they were Iranian weapons that have been used. So twice now Iran's like, no, we didn't do it. Um, Government spokesman said there's absolutely no chance of a meeting now between the Iranian president and Trump next week. Apparently they were going to meet next week, Iran, and the US maybe work some stuff out, but now this attack happened, so we can't meet. Seems oddly coincidental, right? Trump sent missing, mixed signals saying he was governments locked and loaded, waited for waiting for Saudi Arabia confirmation of Iran being the attacker. And then later he tweeted the US didn't need Mideast oil, but will help our allies. So right away, like we're worried about oil. One U.S. official anonymously said the U.S. was considering dispatching additional military resources to the Gulf, but no decision had been made. The United States already has the USS Abraham Lincoln aircraft carrier battle group in that area, as well as fighter jets, bombers, reconnaissance aircrafts, and air defenses. So it seems like we're pretty lit up over there if anything should happen. 608-785-7914 I didn't really want to dive down there but it's it's like hey is gas prices gonna go up it's kind of funny all this stuff's happening and like are we going to war but hey gas prices uh I think they're at like 245 right now 242 yeah two dollars 45 cents a gallon so some places you might find it at 239 if you're really hunting 608 785 7914, the Better Hearing Center. Talking text line, the Lacrosse Police Department. We're going to reel this in a little bit from Saudi Arabia and Iran to Lacrosse. Uh, La Lacrosse Police Department put up some sad news today about their canine named Zubak. Um, it's going to be forced into retirement. have a little bit on that coming up. Um, another thing I, I, I saw on the wire that might be of interest to a lot of you, because we're all going to be affected by this. I believe Governor Tony Evers in Wisconsin says he's going to create a task force to study retirement savings. So if any of you are worried about your retirement or something that, I mean, we all think about, right? What, Regardless of age, I mean, at some point in our lives, oh yeah, retirement. I, I mean, I didn't start thinking about that until maybe my thirties. Never thought about it in college. Never thought about it in my 20s. And then, oh, yeah, somebody like either your parents or maybe you have like a friend. I have a friend that's involved in retirement planning. And they were like, how, what do you do? And I'm like, I got nothing. Maybe you should start. Uh, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center, talking text line. We're going to take a little break here for news. And we'll be back right here on Wisdom. All right. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM 6087857914. If you want to get in here on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line, we're on Facebook Live. We're on the radio 92.3 FM, 1410 AM, which you would already know. And if you end up not being able to listen either of those ways, you can listen on WisdomNews.com by finding the listen now button on my desktop i just see the word listen so that's gonna be a lot different than on your phone so if you're on your phone looking find the pull down menu find the word listen if you're out and about somewhere else another day perhaps all right we were talking about uh <laughs> trying to uh decide trying to figure out the middle east essentially is where i started the show is great love love diving right in on a monday also, all the salespeople in the building are gone on a trip to Madison, so it's kind of funny here. It's kind of a dead; it's just kind of dead here in the building. So I can talk about the Middle East today, and nobody's gonna be like Rick. Why did you dive into the Middle East on a Monday morning or on a Monday afternoon? That's where we're starting. What's going on? Uh, the other a couple other stories I found interesting. Aside from the U.S. blaming Iran for a Saudi strike on some oil facilities, and Iran denies those, is Governor Tony Evers creating a task force to study retirement savings, does anybody have any idea what that would accomplish? Like we're gonna we're gonna figure out who has retirement savings. We're we gonna figure out what people are doing for retirement savings. Or are we just gonna figure out that a majority of People have no idea how they're going to live after they retire. So they're just going to work until they keel over. 608 785 7914. Do you guys have some nice retirement situations? What's the best way to go about that if you don't have like a nice pension? Pensions are the way to go. Shouldn't we all have pensions? Maybe the government should get, you know, I think a lot of government workers get pensions. Maybe the government should mandate we all get pensions as opposed to just people that work within the government. Then none of us would have to retire or none of us would have to worry about what we're going to do in retirement. And Evers, Governor Tony Evers of Wisconsin, wouldn't have to create a task force to study retirement savings. Oh, we kind of already do have that, don't we? A little bit. Should we have more? Should we have better pensions for everybody? 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. I should have got this line up, but we're going to go to the phones. Uh, who's this?
1: This is number three.
0: Hey, you, you all, I know I know you have your retirement all figured out.
1: I wanted to thank you for taking my call.
0: We don't have to do that. This is not the Sean Hannity show.
1: Anyway, we'll shoot it right from the hip. <laughs> yeah. Um. If you ever uh, get interested in finding a new girlfriend, the first thing you do is see what she's got for a pension plan.
0: That's the first thing? Like, how do you broach that subject?
1: Well, just take her out and buy her something to eat and something to drink and just ask her where she works. You know, and you kind of figure out if she works for the federal or the state school teacher or something like that they got a good pension plan. That's the one you want to spend most of your time with.
0: So we want to find school teachers for girlfriends? Is that what we're doing?
1: Well, that's one of them, yeah.
0: I thought teachers don't get paid anything.
1: No, you're listening to them when they t- said that 50 years ago.
0: Oh, 50 years. So the teachers are, are living it up.
1: Well, I know a couple of guys that married school teachers.
0: Okay. They're happy. They're happy. They're, they don't they have to work? They just live?
1: Oh, no, they still work. Too. Oh, but the reason I'm calling, yeah. I was, heard them talking about they want to hire a consultant on where to put that new fire station on the north side. Okay. And I think what the consultant's going to do is probably ask the fire department how many calls they make per year, per month, and per day. And what type of calls, you know, if they're fire-related, medical, traffic accidents, or miscellaneous. And then they're going to see where most of the calls come from, what area, and how long it takes them to get to these places. Mm -hmm. So I think the city has got all this information the way it is without having to hire a consultant.
0: Yeah, they know all that stuff already.
1: Yeah. So I think they should just take a fire truck with the chief and a captain, a couple of firefighters, and check with the realtors and see what properties are for sale where they think they might want a fire department.
0: Okay. I mean... I think,
1: I think that would do
0: it. As opposed to having a consult, You think the city already knows where they, they would like a fire sure department? Sure, they do. Okay, well then, I, I'm assuming that the consultant's going to give them advice about something that they're overlooking.
1: I don't know what they'd be overlooking, right? And if that don't work, all they got to get is three or four retirees from the North Side Fire Department and meet at McDonald's over a cup of coffee, and these guys will know what they need to do.
0: Wouldn't you see? Wouldn't you feel safer if they just like maybe hired an expert? I mean, this is like the fire these department. Guys
1: are all experts anyway.
0: You think the old retire guys uh, over a cup of coffee are, are going to handle the the logistics of the entire city's fire department?
1: Well, we're talking the north side. No, we're not talking the north-south well, side. Well, they
0: got to coincide with the rest of the fire department.
1: Well, yeah, but they're running the north side fire department.
0: Right, but, the but it's the same entity. not
1: come to a fire on the south end of La Crosse where I live. They go to the north side.
0: Oh, the, no, I think, I think they, if there was a fire on the south side, the, like more than one fire crew would be there. Eventually. Well,
1: yeah, we got a couple of fire stations. You're not listening to me.
0: I know you don't want to hire a consultant, and I'm saying, like, eh, be on the safe side since it is fire. Well,
1: I don't know how any consultant from out east is going to tell us more than what our captain and our chief and our firefighters know already.
0: Right. So that's that's the question.
1: Well, you know, sometimes I have seen Rick where we hire a consultant. And that consultant we hire has got to go to another consultant because the first one didn't know what he was talking about.
0: Right, and that, that doesn't that's work. But the, but the question before we hire this consultant would be, we ask our officials, hey, what is the consultant going to give us that we don't already have? Well,
1: that's right. And right. I don't, he's going to get look for the same information like some of the things I read you off. I'm not a consultant.
0: Right, and I got you. So when we we can figure this out, we'll I'll, we'll figure it out. I'll ask the I'll ask some officials, and if they come up with an answer, you, that's good. Then you'll be you'll be down with the consultant. What if they got a good answer for you?
1: Well, I got to hear the I got to hear the answer first. Yeah. First, we got to have the question where where they want to put a new fire department, and then we got to find out where we want to put it.
0: Right. Yeah, I got you. I just feel like maybe uh, if we ask the right questions, we might get an answer that, you know, maybe we we don't like or maybe we do like.
1: Okay, well, we'll find out after this.
0: Yeah, after I'll have this. to have oh, Gilliam in here and we'll have figure a consultant. it out. Yeah.
1: Okay. okay. Carry on. Keep your powder dry.
0: Alright, thanks for the call. Yeah, it's it's always kind of comical when the city wants to do something that maybe the city has all the stats for and Then they hire a consultant to help figure out exactly, maybe just to make sure all the details are are on the up and up, right? And sometimes it seems silly. Like, why are we hiring a consultant? And other times, I, I don't know, when it has to do with fire and rescue, I feel like maybe we're hiring the consultant for questions that you and I don't have, but the city and the people with all the stats... They're like, but we don't have this information, so we're going to be on the safe side. Can't hurt. I guess it's maybe some people feel it's a waste of money, but it is our fire department, right? Like your house is 608-757-914, Better Hearing Center, talking text line. We're going to go back to the phones. Who's this? Oh, this is Tom. Hey, Tom. Go ahead.
2: Okay, first of all, number three is 100% right. There is no rocket science whatsoever involved in this decision. His logic was completely accurate, and this is how this should be handled. It is embarrassing that the city of La Crosse can't make these decisions without hiring a consultant. And if you have a minute, I'll tell you an interesting story about government and
0: consultants. So you don't, you don't think uh, the city might have some questions for a consultant that it can't answer? in terms of where to put a new fire station on the north side like None this is
2: so there's there is no this is a simple question there is no reason that they have to hire a consultant to do this uh, some things if we're working with rocket science we need a consultant if we're w- dealing with simple common sense with experts and professionals that we have in lacrosse with the fire department and number three listed them we do not need to have a
0: consultant Okay. So it's, I mean, it's just simple stuff, fire and rescue. No big deal.
2: Uh, That's a fact. Yep. It's, uh, it's people uh, that think there might be something out there that we got to go spend a whole bunch of money to uh, help us figure out what we don't know. Well, that's an excellent thing to do. If you don't know these things, but uh, the police department, fire department's been operating in La Crosse for years. They know exactly what all these things are, where these calls come from. Number three, laid it out perfectly. Uh, they do not need a consultant, but uh, the it's, it's shameful that the city of La Crosse continues to abuse their citizens like they do.
0: Uh, with consultants? with
2: consultants, with uh, all kinds of things that they do that are simply, they, we, we have these elected officials and we have a lot of employees. These people can make reasonable, intelligent decisions, but they're afraid to because they are afraid that if there are some consequences, they will have to pay for it. Well, the, the truth is that the same thing happens with consultants. We spend a lot of money on consultants and when you get all done sometimes if it's rocket science that's great if it's not if it's just simple common sense that's what they should do but we don't have much of that in government
0: all right so spending you know 4 to 7 million dollars on putting a new fire station on the north side is just we can just do that willy-nilly we don't need to hire some experts to you know maybe just give us some facts about where where the best place would be for that
2: that's exactly right. And the truth is that I don't think they need a new, uh, to build a new facility. Uh, with, with the modern communication, modern equipment and modern technology, uh, they really don't need to do this. If, if they do a study on how much quicker they'll be able to respond, they'll find out that it might be 30, 60, 90 seconds. That is just a waste of money again. But um, I, I had to take a very conservative approach to these things, but that would be my opinion.
0: All right. Thanks for the call, Tom. Yep. bet. 608-785-7914. Better Hearing Center talking text line. I believe the fire station—I'll look it up when we go to—we're going to go to Scott's comment here in a sec. Uh, I believe the fire station on the north side is like 80 years old. And at one point it was making the firemen sick because of the fumes from the diesel trucks underneath. Go straight up into where, like the lodging area is, and uh, so not. But apparently, we don't need a new fire station at all. I'm, uh, I'm on the fence there. All right, we're gonna go to Scott's comment and news here in just a minute, and we'll be back, right here on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Rick Solom, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. I'll get to your text in a minute. Uh, before. The break, number three called in. He was mad that the city is going to hire a consultant to study the reasonings of having a north side, a new north side fire station. And during the break, Gary Podesky called me and said, uh, What are you guys talking about? And Gary texted Fire Chief Ken Gilliam. And now I have Fire Chief Ken Gilliam on the phone. And Ken, you can uh break not news this would be not news or maybe fake news <laughs> Go ahead Hey uh, Rick, are, how you doing Are we uh, are we hiring a consultant to study the Northside Fire Department
3: Negative we are not uh what went through council uh is it's actually for architectural design so um we've got enough consulting enough knowledge to know that that uh, station's about 8 years old Uh, we've certainly hit uh, ad nausea on the media and through community meetings, the, uh, kind of the situations we're dealing with there, um, don't need any more consulting. We need action. So, uh, that first phase one of that project is really about property acquisition and then getting some architectural, a little bit deeper dive on the architectural design to start dealing with our space needs and whatnot. So, um, just bring council along for that ride to uh, make sure they understand what we're doing, but we are moving forward with replacing that station as soon as we can kind of get through this year's capital budget and hopefully get some additional funds, uh, guaranteed to uh get that done for us
0: yeah this the i guess you could tell me if i'm wrong here the steps for the fire department are one replace the 80 year old station on the north side and how we do that is 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 kind of where we're at with 1b find funding yeah and find a place for it which you are you kind of already know where you want it right like you, you you've got that figured out it's just a matter of getting property
3: yeah, we've got uh, a few areas of interest. Uh, where we're at on the north side and Gillette uh, Street up there. We're we're really close to where we need to be, uh, centrally located. So we're looking at options of either uh, building on the same site or looking at other opportunities within, you know, a handful of blocks of radius around it. Uh, one of the problems of building on the current site is we still have to stay in business and and keep the station open while we're working so that that doesn't become very conducive so we're just looking at some other options with properties that are available and, and looking for additionally other partners uh on the private side that maybe want to uh join up with us and uh, do a little public-private partnership. So we're trying to maximize it as best we can to keep it you know, off the backs of the taxpayers if we can incorporate another project in with it. Uh, and uh, we'll see where it goes. Uh, ultimately, what we're hoping to do is find enough space. We're going to take the Northside Fire Station as well as the uh, Northside Police and uh, Community Center up there and roll that into a more modern facility for uh, all of our all of our residents up on the north side of town.
0: Yeah, you're going to kind of consolidate, maybe put the police and fire in, possibly in one yep. building.
3: Yeah, so we'll actually be taking two very antiquated buildings up there, uh, combining them into one facility, uh, better support for community meetings, better support for the uh, neighborhood resource officers for the police department, uh, better fire facilities. Ultimately, out of the two properties, uh, you know, want to go back on the tax rolls too and start making some income again as, you know, something we can build something else on uh, for business or residential or something.
0: So if you have to tear down the fire station you're in on the north side, can you guys... Just rough it? Tents?
3: Sleeping bags? Tents are tough in the winter, so we'd have to be building fast. Uh, I'm hoping we don't have to do that. Um- you know, we we may be able to look at some temporary locations. Um, other, you know, you got to find a garage big enough to put a fire engine into, and then deal with uh, the working space and whatnot. But um, if anybody's got any great ideas, uh, you know, my number's on the website. You can feel free to give me a call. But uh, we're doing everything we can to uh, make it as economical as possible. I assure number three, we're not uh, we're not investing in any more studies. We're uh, we're moving
0: towards action now to hopefully uh, get some property acquired, get some uh, dirt turned, and get some bricks on the ground. Is the is the best option to tear that building down and build on top of it, or build? Uh, we're eff-
3: we're efforting that now with our uh, with our architectural group. That's really what that uh, that document that's going through council right now is giving me permission to move forward with our architectural group and uh, decide if that's a better route versus uh, other properties that are on the market right now for sale. If we can if we can do something else better, it's really it'll, it'll come down to you know what's the most economical.
0: Now, when the architectural and, uh, group when the architectural group can't figure it out, will they hire a consultant?
3: <laughs> no, they're pretty smart guys. I'm, I'm pretty comfortable. We've been uh, working with this group since about 2012. They did our space needs studies back several years ago, so the consulting's done. Uh, they analyzed all, this, all the uh, stations, I think, back in like 2013, 2014. That's all been presented to council over the last few years, as well as the uh, the mayor's uh, fire station task force uh, in 2017. So, uh, again, we've, we've done the analysis. We know what we need to do. Uh, we're really just starting to uh, hopefully... Make some move
0: on it. So when it comes to uh, stuff like this, there's no being able to f- go with the flow when, with sarcasm, right? Is that how that works?
1: Well, you know, it's
3: <laughs> uh, it, it's. You're I,
0: understand, making decisions I understand.
3: Really, for the next fifty to eighty years, so we're trying to uh, we're trying to move, but we're also trying to make sure we're moving smart. Uh, we don't want to build in the wrong spot. We we want to build in you know in the best spot. Um, and ultimately, you know, sometimes the best spot's and something that you can't replace. So we're, we're looking for the best spot that's available where we can put it, and then it's just strategically how do we get it built uh, w- with, uh, with the limited budget and, and what we're dealing with on the fiscal side.
0: Sure. All right, Ken, I'll let you go, because obviously we're just reporting on not news here. <laughs> um, if you want to come in, I know we, you haven't been in probably in a, probably a month and a half or so, so if we want to do like a it's whole a show— while. Yeah, let's let's figure it out. Shoot me an email a couple days that you can come in and we can we can, you know, when when you have some new news, actual news, uh, and then we can talk about it.
3: Otherwise we can just get together and talk about silly stuff too. Yeah, I'll give you a will give you a call this week, we'll get something on the counter.
0: Thanks All right. It. Thanks. Fire Chief Ken Gilliam on the phone to tell us that number three's news was fake news. And there are no, there is no consultant for the Northside Fire Station. Maybe there was in the past. Maybe, maybe he read an old story. I mean, I googled it when he was talking, and tried to find, you know, like the newest story. There are tricks to the Google that you can try to find, like the latest stories. And I didn't find any. And I was like, did he just maybe, maybe he just found like an old story on the internet, or maybe they were just talking down at Schmidt's or something. Or I can't think of, I can't think of the bar he likes to go to down on the South Side. Uh, I think we got another Tom. Tom, are you there? Yeah. What did you got? Um, what do you got, Tom?
1: Well, uh, I think there's a problem that uh, has been ignored by uh, all the parties concerned. Isn't the North Side Library in that same building? I believe so, according to my memory, anyway.
0: The police building,
1: the fire department. The other, the south half of it is the North Side Library.
0: Okay, I, I don't, I don't know that. So I can't. So if somebody knows where well, uh, the Northside Library is, let me know. Yeah,
1: I'd appreciate it if somebody would speak up, because I haven't been on the North Northside in a long time. But when I used to go there, I do remember that the Northside Library is right next or attached to the fire department.
0: Okay, we'll find out. I'm sure somebody knows that. Uh, thanks for the call, Tom. I don't, I don't know. I've tried to tell Gilliam and the city and the mayor to... Uh, if they want to build a new fire station, as long as we're spending $42 million on a lacrosse center, we could also put the fire station in there. But Gilliam has told me multiple times that that's not a good spot for the lacrosse center. Uh, we've got, I think now, Gary Podosky, city council member, is on. Gary, go ahead. You're on the air.
1: Hey, hey,
3: Rick. The Northside Library is near the Northside fire station, but they're not part of the same building or next door.
0: Okay. Thanks, Gary.
3: You're welcome. Take care,
0: buddy. (laughs) Bye. All right, Gary, breaking some also not news. Uh, Now I believe number three is calling back. Number three, go ahead.
1: I wasn't given fake news. I heard that someplace. Anyway, I'm not against building a new fire station.
0: No, I understand that. But if you heard that someplace and it's not true... Then you heard fake news. That's what, that's what that uh, is. what I
1: wonder who the fake news was I heard, because I didn't dream it.
0: No, that's. I understand that. somebody. Okay. Uh, I understand that you could have got... Anyway,
1: like, I heard them. They said they were looking for a place to build it. I would suggest one place would be the old Perkins restaurant on Rose Street. They just went out of business. There's a parking lot and a building there.
0: Yeah, I don't know if but a fire. Yeah, did. they'll have to. They'd have to build on top. You know, obviously they have to rebuild no. on top of that. What about like they the Shopco area? Fire
1: department, not to. Oh, let them do that. And then another place. There's a park up north of Menards by Cable's Bar. Okay. There's a lot of land up there, and there's nobody in that park. We already own the land. Be another place for one. Of course, it's kind of close to the other fire department, but. Right. It's a piece of land. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks. Keep your powder, dry.
0: All right. Yeah. Uh, number three, heard some somebody talking about a consultant for a Northside fire station. He heard wrong. He heard it, but he heard wrong. So whoever he heard that from was just straight up the wrong information. Uh, I'm getting texts from Ken. I can't read and talk at the same time, but I do have to go to break. So I will read these texts including from the fire chief. See what he had to say. Maybe he was texting me earlier. Uh, and we'll be back after a couple of spots here on WISM. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Rick Solom. I think we got everything straight now. We still want to talk about the fire department. Uh, we got Kent on hold. Kent, just wait a, a second. I'm going to read some text here because I got to get to the text. Uh, rug from Trump, earlier when we thought that the City was hiring a consultant to decide whether or not to have a fire station on the north side, which turned out to be inaccurate, inaccurate reporting from Number Three, who often does accurate reporting for us, especially when it comes to road issues. Uh, Rug from Trump at that time said, "I think they want a consultant to be able to to point the finger when something goes wrong, the city council or the city itself. You know, if the fire station that they build on the north side turns out to be." A terrible idea there being built there or something. Uh, but then Rugg said, uh, he, he texts back after Fire Chief Ken Gilliam called to straighten everybody out. He said, good reporting, getting the chief. I retract my previous shade throwing. Uh, Ken Gilliam also texted in. He said, uh, WIZM should roll in with me and we could share space in the new facility. Sounds like a plan. Like Put the WIZM studio right in the North Side, the new North Side Fire Department. I'm down. I'm into it. It'd be weird though when there's a fire during the show and it's just the the trucks are going. And I feel like it would be an interruption. And then people would want to know what's going on with the fire. Then you would have to be Ken. Then you would have to be like updating us every second on every call that came in from five to six p.m. Uh, we're, we're gonna go to the phones now. We got Kent waiting. Thanks, Kent, for waiting. What you got?
3: Hey, Bud, how are you? I'm all right. Hey, North side Kent here. You know, they got that one fire station. I can't remember the name of the street, but it's down by uh, uh Taco John's on the north side down there. Then you got the other one on the north side on Gillette Street. They should combine both of those. Put a new fire station over by where the old shopco was cuz that building's just going to deteriorate and fall in sooner or later. You know, I'd be happy to buy the old fire station on Gillette Street. My main reason, I, I turn it into a strip bar. It's already got a
2: pole.
0: Okay.
3: I mean, come on. You know, but let's combine all these things rather than having uh, two fire stations. They're probably 10 blocks apart on the north side. Sure. And have one big one, and it's, you know, right by the river, the old shop close site. I think that'd be a great deal.
0: Okay. Thanks for the call, Kent. Okay, Rick. Thanks, buddy. Kent, offering to buy the old 80-year-old Northside Fire Station when they do move when and if they do move out of that building uh, to put in a strip club because it's already got a pole. I feel like it'd be cool to have that building not a strip club but just as your house and then anytime you want to go downstairs you just slide down the pole. I mean your kids would love it for sure. I don't know how anyone wouldn't love that until you got older I suppose then it might be dangerous. Uh, I started the show talking about Saudi Arabia then we rolled back into lacrosse and The whole fire thing came about, but I never did get to talk about this story, which is not great. Uh, La Crosse police are regretfully announcing the early retirement of K-9 Zubak. Zubak was injured doing a public demonstration. Zubak's been with the force for six years. Uh, Back in July, Zubak injured his back during a public demonstration. The result was him having a hard time controlling his back legs. So they got an MRI and found out that Zubac has a compressed vertebrae and required surgery. Last week, that surgery happened at the, I'm guessing, the veterinary clinic at UW-Madison. My dog Millie has been there for some bad news. That turned out to be great news. Um, Zubac's now at home with Officer Bo. Bo's his handler. Based on the prognosis... From the vets in Madison, Zubac's not going to be doing any more patrol duties and is being retired. So Officer Bo is going to keep Zubac, I believe. And that's the opportunity that all canine handlers have when their dogs are retired. They get to keep them. If, and that makes sense. And I, I feel like I know there are some great stories with the lacrosse police and their, their canines, you know, obviously doing their job. And there's been some sad ones, too. And. I just I know that I know one Brutus had surgery so Zubacs apparently had surgery and it's and he's recovering and, and should be all right he's not going to return to duty but I know Zubac or uh, Brutus had surgery a couple of years ago I believe and and had to be retired too and I don't think he I don't think he lasted very much longer after that I could be wrong I know one one of their dogs ended up getting retired and then that dog didn't make it not long after he was retired. But anyway, Zubak with the lacrosse police for the last six years is going to be retired. They're hoping to have a retirement party when he's healthy. I think the last... I've got all these stories on our Wisdom website. The last time... And I've got a couple of like canine duo Zubak and Bo credited for Southside lacrosse drug bust. I've got that story from a year ago back in August. Um, another story is, uh, lacrosse, please send canine Grumman into retirement. And if you search for that, I believe, uh, I don't know if at one point we had the video of Groomen just devouring a, a cake, which was pretty awesome. So hopefully when Zubac's up and running and feels good, he can have his retirement cake and we can all see that because it's super funny to watch a dog eat an entire cake. That is all the time we got.